Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. touch me oh yeah welcome to the five count here we are hey we're back it's a saturday night man we're going on a fall break yeah we are it's coming up real quick wait is it fall technically yet no is it i don't know ton i don't know what time of day or week it is i just only see the inside of this studio and all i think about is public radio at all times yeah I can say that fall break song and film are magnificent. What about this program? It's pretty high up there. You think so? High up there as in what? What would you say? Upper echelon. Like what charts? Is it on the upper part of the echelon? <laughs> what charts? Yeah. I mean, what did have you checked this lately? What were we? Like top 100, top 200. Top 100? <laughs> top 100 what? We were like top... Public radio shows on a Saturday night? No, we were top something on Apple's podcasting list. I'm on your mom's Mount Rushmore. Well, yeah, but that's... I know that much. Thing. That's a specialized list. List Now, that's... Okay, so we're like top three Mankato radio programs. Wow. I would say. Who's... Who do we... Uh, I mean, uh, Herb Croon, Best of Broadway, is yeah, on there. Very obviously. Yeah. What's the second one? Mo? The True Punks? You know, that's tough call now. Afro Pop? That's a tough call now. Now that you said Mo. Beautiful music for ugly children? I mean... Gosh, that's tough. I can't really say. I don't know. The 80s Rage? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. And then it's us. It's pretty good. That's what I think. Pretty good company. (laughs) It's not bad. Could be worse. Could be worse, Thus. It always could be worse. That's the mantra of this program? Yes. Could be worse. Could always be worse. No matter how bad you really think it is, it could be way worse. It'll be worse. I didn't say it will be. Stay tuned. It'll get worse. It could get worse. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. What a night. What a time to be alive and here with you, my friend. Do you think this is the best time for you to be alive? Yes. It's the best and only time. I feel like you could have thrived maybe in like the 19 teens. Oh, dude, hold on a second. Are we talking like anything's possible? Dude, I could have thrived many a different decades. Are you kidding me? Thriving would be the name of the game. Are you thriving right now? Dude, no. So then this is not the best time to be alive. No, 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 no. This is, in fact, not even in the top five. For me, no. So then why do you just throw comments out there like that when it isn't true? Well, because it is true. It is the best time because it's the only time that I am actually alive right now. Mm. This is it. This is what I got. So it's got to be the best time. I don't have an option to say I would like to be alive now in 1924. I mean, what am I going to do? And you'll probably be dead before 2024. 1950. You know, I don't know, the 50s? That's your time, back when men were men or what? Dude, could you imagine? Think about it. I was building engines in my teenage years during now, like during the 90s. If I would have been doing that in the 50s, oh, dude, it would have been over. Would have been over. You probably would have got stabbed. Stabbed? What do you mean? Like a knife fight down on the the beach. I definitely probably would have. I mean, I've had guns pulled in my face. You would have bled out down on the coast. No, dude. After a switchblade attack. I would have got up and walked it home. I would have stuffed it with sand and walked it off. Got home, took a bath. Like my good pal Dana Gates. And that's it? Yeah. Would have been good. Kept building engines. Probably would have started the NHRA. You know what I'm saying? You could have been that my pillow guy. I no, could have been you. I could have been best friends with like Ford Motor Company and been huge. Or the uh, pillow guy. Why would I want to be a pillow guy? <laughs> Get free pillows. I would be a crazy hot rodder guy. You know what I'm saying? Todd, you know what you should be? We've got a special guest on the program tonight. But I just want to get your... I think you should quit your job. Okay. And become a Schwann's man. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. It seems like the perfect job for you. Does it really? You just drive around and you have like the cool shorts. Yeah. yeah refrigerated yeah. truck. Yeah. Bringing smiles to the neighborhood. Yes. And... and chicken drummies i feel like you think that i don't already currently do these things i know you don't i'm dude i'm wearing you're not even allowed to leave for lunch anymore i'm wearing the shorts right now i cruise around the neighborhood on my one wheel bringing smiles to everyone you don't have the chicken drummies well i mean that's a big part of it stop at kfc quick it's not the same tossing drummies out on the front stoops you should see when i bring my daughter to is that what you think the Schwanz man does? Bring in a kindergarten, drop her off. Uh, on the way, all the middle school kids waiting for the bus are like totally jaws dropped. Hey, hey man, I like your one wheel. And then I get to school and then all the kids are going like, wow, that's cool. And then the parents go, oh, wow, how do you ride that thing? Everybody. That's great. I know. You have a lot of new friends you've made that can sign your body cast. I don't really make the friends. I just wave at them and say, like, yes, yes, this thing is cool. See ya. Sign my cast. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah. Actually, the funny joke always is, oh, can't you just put her on that? I said, no. Not like funny haha. Yeah, I'm not going to do that and subject her to death over my one-wheel mishaps. No way. But you have no qualms about throwing frozen chicken drumsticks on people's... No, fully cooked. I'm talking I get a bucket of drumsticks from KFC. The Schwanz man doesn't cook the stuff and then throw it at you. Well, then that's added bonus for me. You know what I'm saying? Fresh, hot, ready to eat. They're going to be like, hey, sweet one wheel. Get hit in the face with a drumstick and be like, at first they're like, oh, what? And then they're like, oh, yeah, an extra crispy. Take a little bite. Be like, that ton, he's awesome. And you've got everything figured out. See what I'm saying? Anyways, I'm sorry. You would like me to get a job at Schwann's so you could get a discount. You could be the Schwann's ton. Is that what you'd like? I know there's an angle that we're working that involves you getting a discount on some kind of sweet stuff. Why would you even say that? Because that's what happens. That's your M.O. dust. How can you get a discount? I just want you to be happy. Okay. That's all. You want me to get the discount. Do you get stuff from Schwann's? Is it still a thing that people buy stuff from Um, Schwann's? Well-to-do people. Chicken, drummies. I'm a great value man these days. What else do they have? Like fries and ice Ice cream? cream Sandwiches. They probably got a lot of stuff. You're thinking about it. There's a time when I actually have thought about that sort of deal. It'd be nice. Just on your own schedule, you got your own roots, got your own clients, you'd set up the clientele, you'd be really nice to people, throw them a couple extra drummies here and there, they keep buying from you, show off your calves all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Look at them gams. Sounds awesome. Look at them drummies. Sounds awesome. (laughs) All right, well, Schwanz guys or gals. Big up to you. Ton, we're 10 minutes into the show, and I haven't even told you what the hell's going on. What is going on here? We've got an exclusive interview tonight. Do you remember the TV show, California Dreams? Oh, no. I don't. (laughs) Cool dudes with attitudes. You don't remember that show? I remember the game. It was like Saved by the Bell, but with the band on the beach. Wow. This sounds really awesome. Well, we've got... An interview with actress Jenny Kwan. She was on that show. She played Samantha Wu. Love this idea. Played the keyboards. It sounds sweet. She does a lot of other stuff, too, like voice acting. She's the voice of Chun-Li in this new Street Fighter game. Oh, wow, dude. Yes. That's up your alley. Yeah, I like this idea. She was also on the Little Shop of Horrors cartoon. Do you remember that? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I don't think it was around too long, but... no. Interesting. So you remember that cartoon, but not the TV show California no, Dreams. I don't at all. Well, it's been 30 years ago this month that that show debuted on TV. Wow. They released an album. Guess what we're going to do tonight? We're going to play it. We're going to play it. Yes. I mean, you, you kind of figured, right? Yeah. Who else is going to do it? Everyone should do it. That's why we're in the top three. Got the California Dreams album. Jenny Kwan from California Dreams. Ton's going to talk about his drummies some more. Sure. We're going to do all that coming up. Let's let's hear side A of the self-titled album by California Dreams. Love this idea.
I'm Mandy Ingber, Tolly from Teen Witch, and you're listening to The Five Counts.
everybody, this is Ox from Steve Ray the Bill, otherwise known as Roy Froman, and you're listening to the Five Count. <laughs> Imagine that, I can count too. <laughs>
Oh, if you only knew, Ton. Welcome back. It's the five count. It's the five count. That was side A of the album California Dreams. It's pretty good. By the band California Dreams. From the TV show California Dreams. Do you have dreams of California? No. Have you ever dreamt of California? Sometimes I dream about having Jenny Kwan. Yeah. From California Dreams on the show. That dream is coming true tonight. Oh, yes. What a time. Yeah, we'll be going on a fall break. (laughs) Oh, yeah. California Dreams, 30 years old this month. A couple days ago of this recording. It's pretty awesome. Doesn't make ton think because he doesn't remember anything that happened uh, more than three days ago. That's not necessarily true. But I don't remember this show. It's too bad. Do you remember this show that we're on? So, Sort of. Somewhat. Sometimes I forget. Do you remember how to get home? Kind of. That's why I have that home feature in my car. Oh, okay. Let's press take me home. I thought that was for maybe carjackers so they would know where to finish the job. I mean, I guess they could, but... Don't, don't if you if you steal the guy's car, don't you want to go the opposite direction from where he lives? No, he if she? the guy's gullible enough to get his car stolen, probably got a bunch of other stuff at home that he'll easily be swiped of. Okay, wow, maybe never really thought about it, but I okay. think about it all the time. Do you really? I have a sequel to Home Alone plotting in my mind <laughs> taking place at ton's house yeah <laughs> wow hey i've got a message here we have our own hotline like the telephone yeah the five count hotline 507-519-2030 it is cool <laughs> it is cool i got the sense that you were waiting for me to put on that radio voice on that five now, count hotline can you say a number into your phone and it'll call it for you? Yeah. I don't think it'll work unless you say it like Ton just did. Yeah. If you say it in your normal voice, then Siri or whoever will come on and say, don't be an a-hole. Yeah, don't be an a-hole. So you got to say it like Ton would say it. Yeah. 507-519-2030. Yeah. <laughs> 2030. Can you imagine? I got a message from an anonymous coward. Oh, what? It says, a zoo recently hired a Marvin Gaye impersonator to help, quote, set the mood in their monkey pen. No success. Maybe Ton can lend a hand to get these monkeys to mate. (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. Signed, uh, oh, Dave S. from the BEC. Cell Block BEC. Cell Block? I don't know this guy or where he lives. Dave S. Or what that's an acronym for. Why'd you call him a coward, first of all? Because I didn't know who it was from. Oh. No, it's Dave S., dude. A lot of people hurl insults at Ton, hiding behind their keyboards. (laughs) Stuff they'd never say to him in person. (laughs) I think that happens to everybody, though. Listen, I mean, I would give it a shot. Where's the zoo located? I'd definitely give it a shot. Um, a zoo. A zoo. All right. Maybe that's in the BEC. 
the BEC. Or the LBC. That's where Ton used to go. Hang out with Dre and Snoop. <laughs> at the Long Beach Swap Meet. Yeah, dude. I was just thinking about the Maltoons the other day. So, that's interesting. That really happened? I didn't come across that at all. So, a Marvin Gaye impersonator? I didn't even know that that existed. That's hilarious. What if you were somehow a Marvin Gaye impersonator whilst also being a Schwann's man? Wow. Wow. Could you imagine how many more cheese balls you would sell yeah a lot oh, we're talking a lot could you imagine that i just asked you that it'd be a danger zone it'd be a danger zone dust all them stay-at-home moms they'd be calling for you to make deliveries real quick wow danger zone not sure i follow but i'm saying you could get into a lot of trouble real quick if you didn't have a conscience about you Ton, I got a message from John in New Ulm. It's a picture of Mac and Cheese Man. Oh, that's nice. I think it must be maybe John in New Ulm's new superhero. I like this guy. Mac and Cheese was seen leaving Candy City. Considered toothpick armed, but not dangerous. Huh? (laughs) P.S. Handle came off shower. Might be weak till fixed. Capital crap. <laughs> Capital crap. John, what? PPS. I watched part of Godzilla movie with baby Godzilla. They were fighting giant spider who is shooting web stuff out its mouth. Also some Vin Diesel Riddick movies. John. hi John, is John a movie buff? John, are you a movie buff? You got to tell me these things. You watch some interesting stuff. You'll just like watch anything, this guy. Are you also just regular type buff? Yes. I can tell by your typing. Yeah, he definitely is. You must have big meaty hands. (laughs) What a guy. John, are you asking me to come and fix your plumbing for you or what's the deal? (laughs) Are you asking Ton to come over and flick your plumbing? Fix your plumbing. Is that what you're trying to do here? Ouch. Don't be flicking my plumbing. Dude, I mean, I'll fix the plumbing, but it's like, come on. Just say it, John. You shouldn't have to wait a week to fix something like that. Come on. I could do that in a couple. Not very long. (laughs) I don't know how long exactly. Depends on the problem. But if the handle just fell off, I bet I could just get a reattach. It's probably just a little set screw. Yeah, that's all. Just a little set screw that's holding that handle on there. Ton could handle that in a couple not very long. Yeah, you need an Allen wrench, be like two minute job. I did that once at a at a Airbnb that we stayed at. Same thing happened. We went in there, tried to just fill up the tub. The handle came off. My wife was like, "What the heck? Handle came off. What are we gonna do?" I would have ran. Holy number two, or burnt it down. And I said, "No problem. Let me just take our two year old to the Harbor Freight down the street, pick up some." Allen keys, some Allen wrenches, came back, fixed it. You know, Ton, the more you talk, the more this story sounds made up. It's not at all made up. It happened in Wisconsin. We also went to the Wisconsin Zoo, and I sang some Marvin Gaye songs. Doesn't even sound like a real place. Help the penguins to get excited about one another. And we saw pink flamingos, real live pink flamingos. 
Not the ones in my yard. No, it's real, real to life pink flamingos. First time I've ever seen them. And I got to go to <laughs> this story the, is the just Harley Davidson Museum. Fantastical as the tour of the whole place. I made YouTube videos about it. It's a real thing that happened. Dust. I fixed plumbing. Went out to eat. Had my two year old. It was awesome. She fell out of the bed. It's hilarious and cute all at the same time. And it's been all downhill from there. No, it's been, you know. Or has it been uphill? Uphill, yeah. Which way's worse, uphill or downhill? I think up. It depends. I mean, certain things have been definitely uphill since, and certain things have been more downhill, and certain things are even just keeping steady, you know? But how do you know which one is, like, if things are getting worse, is it? Going downhill? No, you're going uphill. Or it's it's harder to go uphill. It's an uphill battle. It's an uphill battle. So if I'm getting better, if I was real sick and now I'm on the mend, things are going downhill for me? No, because you're right now. Now that I think about it, people say the opposite, don't they? They say, oh, it's going downhill now. But I would think going downhill is like you're freewheeling, you're coasting, you're having a good time. If you were a Schwann's man, you wouldn't be bothered with these complex. No, I wouldn't at all. It's another, put another checker on your scale there of pros and cons of uprooting your life. Yeah. And delivering frozen foods. Hot pants, chicken drummies, uphill, downhill, don't need to worry about it. Wow. All right. Son, we've got an exclusive interview with actress Jenny Kwan. Sounds great. She played Samantha Wu from California Dreams, the Sounds TV awesome. show that everyone loves except for Ton because he wasn't allowed to watch television as a child. Did you watch it or what happened? Of course I watched it, Ton. Everybody watched it. <laughs> everyone did? Yes. Kelly Packard was on the show. Jenny Kwan. I never watched it. Well, what did you do with your time? I don't know. I played Army outside. I don't know. Army? Yes. We this, did that a lot. The show was on when you were like 13. You were okay. playing with your dolls outside by yourself? No. We had real guns that made noises and it's a complex scenario. You're um, outside sitting in the dirt all alone, licking Cool Ranch off your fingers. No, And dude. not watching California Dreams. I had a fort and I actually made... Dude, this is really bad now when I think about it. I actually made booby traps around my fort and with cinder blocks up on from ropes up in the trees and strung it down below. So if a kid came through and stepped on his rope, a cinder block would have fell on his head. Now that I think about it, it never happened. But holy cow, it was I did do do this. I know. You would have killed a kid over a treehouse? I wasn't thinking about it. I was younger than 13 when I did that. I was like nine. Did you cut him down at least? Later. So the kid's still hanging there? I think I was... No, that cinder block. (laughs) I think I was excited about it and then told my mom or dad, like, check this out, what I did. And then they were like, oh, you can't do that, bud. (laughs) Like, you can't, like, uh, you're going to hurt someone or yourself badly. 
pretty wild. Anyways, I, I was not watching California Dreams. It's that's, that's it. At twelve and thirteen, I was probably skateboarding a lot. Well, in California, they surf. It's kind of like skateboards, yeah. but on water and bigger. Okay, and no wheels. Well, and more sharks. Listen, I'm and excited. Bikini tops. I'm excited for. Well, that's where I missed out. Because I was just right here in good old Mankato, and I don't recall a lot of bikini top. Actually, I do in the 80s. Not really in the 90s as much. Maybe in the 90s. Tom, that was 40 years ago. I lived on some streets where there was a lot of college houses. And back then, especially in the 80s, women liked to tan all the time. Right in the front yard or on their roofs or just whatever. And it was always like at least a bikini, if not topless real good the story just sounds more and more made up it's real dude shiny ultra shiny oiled up banana boat women everywhere tanning all the time so ton he wasn't watching california dreams because he was busy going lord of the flies on the neighborhood kids who might get close (laughs) to his treehouse and then he was hanging out with all sorts of topless women yeah and he was nine years old. Yes. <laughs> yeah, dude. And Billy Floyd Shouts is going to have a heyday with this. I tried to explain it to my wife, and she did not understand. It's like, okay. All right. Well, on that note. That's what I'm used to. What, what can I do? Not much you can do. No. You could stay tuned to the five count. We've got Jenny Kwan on the phone as we speak. Now, don't embarrass us. I'll try not. We're joined today by actress Jenny Kwan. You might know her as the voice of Suki on the cartoon Avatar, The Last Airbender. And also she was Samantha Wu on the TV show California Dreams. Jenny, how are you doing today? Hey, Dustin. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you so much for taking some time out with me today. Oh, great. All right. Let's do it. Well, first of all, can you tell us a bit about what you've been up to as of late? It seems like you're doing a little bit of everything these days. So lately, Dustin, it's it's been really crazy. Um, <laughs> I am doing a lot of voice acting, which means I do a lot. Well, there's different categories for voice actors, but what I mainly am doing are a lot of animation um, projects, video games. I do a lot of dubbing. Um, and sometimes I do, they have these really interesting podcasts out there that do, uh, stories for the podcast. So for example, it's, it's like a little mini, mini audiobook sort of feel. It might not be like a big novel, but they're short stories. Um, and so I've been doing a lot of those as well. Um, in addition to doing a lot of comic cons around the country, and then I'm also a private coach for voice actors and for singers. So life has been really busy and also still auditioning for on-camera projects. So, you know, my plate is pretty full. <laughs> yeah, definitely. A lot of uh, irons in the fire, you could say. And- a lot. Yeah. And, you know, it, for me, that's always been the case. You know, for someone, it might just be voice acting or it might just be on camera. But just because this is how I have been pretty much my whole adult acting life, you know, it just it happens to be that I do have a lot of irons in the fire. 
but it's it's good. It keeps me very active and kind of just on the pulse of of different aspects of the business still. Definitely, and not just your adult acting life, but uh, even back when you were a kid. Uh, I know your your voiceover career has been impressive. I had forgotten all about the the Little Shop of Horrors cartoon show until I, I yeah, saw that on your resume. That, yeah, that was my very first paying gig, and it was my very first voice acting job. So it, it's just so interesting how things come around full circle because that truly was my first paying gig. And then now as an adult, it's just, it's been bananas. You know, I'm grateful for that. But it's so funny when people remember that because... I actually was just talking about that at a con and a lot of the people who were attending the con or who attended our panel, when I mentioned that, they knew of it, but yet, you know, it's a new generation. So I was so surprised that they, you know, they were familiar with it. Now they can look it up on YouTube and I kind of sound almost exactly the same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Around that time, there was so many opportunities for voice actors with all the different cartoons and it yeah. seems like once you get into that business, um, you're kind of in it uh, for the long haul, as uh, as right. you can see with your career. Right, right, right. Yeah, and you know, uh, voice acting is even more of a small pool than even on camera or the other genres, just because, you know, people ask me all the time, well, can my kid get into voice acting? They do three million voices. I'm like, that's great, but can they act. You know, I think a lot of people forget that there is that term acting within voice acting. So you just have to be able to really hone your skills and be able to do all that. And you mentioned uh, making some of the convention appearances. I imagine you must be approached by people for for all sorts of different things nowadays, of kind of all different avenues that you've been involved in. Absolutely. So when I go to the different cons, you know, people usually know me right now for Suki from Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, and primarily, a lot of people will come up to me for that in the moment, just because in the past couple years, Avatar has had a major resurgence with it airing on Netflix. And now there are going to be a few upcoming Avatar projects that all the Avatar fans may know about. Um, but I'm always touched when people come up to me, of course, for California Dreams, or I've been on a lot of different anime projects. Some of them, people come up and I'm like, oh, was I in this? You know, not to be insulting, <laughs> but just because when I when I do so many, um, I jot them down now just to make sure I I know exactly what has has passed through my computer or ha- I've been in the studio for. But, for example, when they cry, I was the original dub for a character called um, Satoko Hojo. And so a lot of people will come and bring their memor- memor- I can't say it right now, memorabilia for that show. And um, I've done a couple other animes that people will come up for. Or they'll bring a picture from a movie that I've done in my 20s and I'm like oh my gosh you know it's so it's so moving to me that people even care still about all that other stuff so I feel very lucky yeah it's great the impact that you've had on people over the years and I wanted to ask you about uh, you mentioned at California Dreams it's been 30 years since uh, that first aired on TV can you tell us 
Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about, you know, that and how you, you wound up uh, with the role as Sam Wu? Sure. Uh, I love talking about California dreams because it's just so close to my heart. Um, I went in for the role of originally, originally I went in for the role of Tiffany Smith and we went through a whole audition process. Um, my agent had sent me out for this role. It was a little bit different than maybe other auditions just because half of the auditions, I would say eight of the auditions, yeah, maybe about eight of the auditions were just for the character itself, for the role of Tiffany Smith. We would go in, we would read, we would have callbacks, they would work with us. Half the other audition would be around us in the studio. So we'd have to go in and we'd have to sing and we brought our own song. They'd bring us into the studio. Maybe they'd give us a couple notes and then, you know, maybe they would pair us up. And so by the end of the audition for what's called a network audition, it would be in front of the execs of NBC. It was myself, Kelly Packard, who's still my, one of my best friends, and our other friend, Ali Navarro, who I did, um, I was on a, in a girl group called Nobody's Angel with my girlfriend, Allie. After the fact, it's so crazy. So we all went in for the part of Tiffany Smith. We all were very different. But the thing that I think brought us to the end of that, it, the call was for, um, you know, the typical California girl. And all of us are the typical California girls. We all were born and raised in Los Angeles proper, grew up here. And so we know the lifestyle. Well, obviously, I didn't get the role of Tiffany Smith. They went to Kelly, which, of course, it should have. Um, but after season one, I actually was on tour in a Broadway musical called Miss Saigon. And I was doing that tour. And I get a call from the producer, Peter Engel. And he says, Jenny, do you want to come home and do a TV show? And I was like, oh, you know, he's like, we need a replacement on the show. Do you want to come home and do TV? And I said, okay. And I hung up the phone and my manager called back, Peter, 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 Jenny just is, you know, excited. And so I literally finished out my contract from Saigon, flew home. I, I want to say it was a Saturday, had one day off Sunday. Monday, I was in the studio for a week straight recording all my songs for Samantha Wu. And then the week after I ended up on set. It was crazy. It was really crazy. It was it was a, a a a whirlwind, but it was a gift of a whirlwind. Sure, and I know uh, California Dreams wasn't really shown in reruns as heavily as you know, like Saved by the Bell. But a lot of people still have a lot of nostalgia for the show. Are, are you surprised uh, by the impact that 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 show had on people? You know, I had a a very very sweet um, text. It's funny, it was through one of my other girlfriends. Her friend had sent her a text the other day, just last week, and she said, can you please tell Jenny that her being on TV at that time made all the difference to me? And, you know, it just basically that seeing someone like her on TV at that time when maybe there wasn't a lot of quote unquote Asian women, Asian girls on TV in the nineties. It just had this effect on her. And at the time 
when I was doing that, you know, I was in my early 20s and we would get fan mail, but it was not instantaneous like it is now. And so letters would come to me and I would read them and sometimes they would say the same thing. And I think at the time, I really just didn't really understand how big of a deal it was. And now I do. It, it kind of really brings me to tears because the fact that someone would text their friend to tell me that now after 30 years, really, I mean, it just, I've done, I've done my job without even knowing it, you know, as a, as a young actor, it's like, sure. I just want to, I just want to land a part, you know, and I, I didn't know, not that I thought I had a responsibility at, by any means, but because I was able to be on the show and I think maybe down deep inside, of course, you know, I wanted to be part of the pack. I wanted to belong, um, you know, on a bigger level that that now reflects back on people who may have also wanted to be seen. So it, it is, it is, it is so moving to me that people actually still have effects of that. And it, it just means a lot. Well, and with all the uh, the reboots and the reimaginings of shows, you know, from that time period, do you think we could see maybe uh, California Dreams, maybe um, maybe a TV show again, or maybe reunite maybe for a so. tour or you something like that? Know. You never know. I mean, I'm not done here yet. You never know. <laughs> you never know. I need some energy to be able to just keep that going. But from your mouth to the universe's ears, hey, we are definitely open to that. Well, and you've been singing and uh, making music since you were a little kid, as we mentioned, um, and you've been in a few groups over the years. Is there anything maybe in the works for you uh, as far as your music goes? <laughs> I I saw something the other day. I can't remember what I was watching, but, you know, I will always be... I, I feel like I'm this endless teenager, but still at my age, I'm thinking I can still be in a girl group. I can still be in a girl group, you know, but maybe I'm going to leave it to the younger generation like Blackpink or, you know, all these other younger uh, girl groups. But to be quite honest, I, I wouldn't turn it down. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I would not turn it down if they asked me. Excellent. Well, as you mentioned, you've got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, you mentioned the coaching, uh, and I saw that uh, you have a kind of a section for that on your website. Is that the best yeah. place for the listeners maybe to get involved if they would want to? Yes. You know, I mean, along with my crazy schedule, uh, I, I will, I am limited taking new clients. I do have an associate teacher that, uh, that we have for I want to say my school now, but you know, I have my associate teacher just because my schedule is so crazy. But yes, if, if people are interested in doing lessons with us, they can find um, the coaching section on my website. And it's funny because during the pandemic, you know, it was, it was just an insane time. I had already been teaching online way before the pandemic started because I do have clients around the country, Colorado, New Jersey, Connecticut, Miami, even some out of uh, closer in the Los Angeles area. But when the pandemic happened, obviously, you know, when we were quarantining, we, we couldn't see each other in person. So a lot of my students just turned to the online coaching. And it, it's funny, we still are doing that. So we do have some availability as far as, you know, my associate teacher. And if 
if people want to coach with me, it would just have to be, you know, it would have to fit into my scheduling, but we're here. Awesome. Yeah. I appreciate you making time for me uh, with everything going on uh, for you. Absolutely. Is there anything else maybe coming up or other projects we should be looking out for? So Dustin, yes. Um, I have a few video games coming out uh, in 2023. Maybe some people have heard of Street Fighter 6, which is coming out in, um, I honestly don't know the release date of 2023 for Street Fighter 6, but I play Chun-Li, if a couple people may know who she is. Sure. So I am Chun-Li in Street Fighter VI, and we'll see what happens with that. If you guys already are playing the demos with that, then uh, choose Chun-Li to kick some butt because she's pretty awesome. So that is something I am able to talk about. And then if you go to my website or my Instagram, you can just see the remaining dates for my upcoming cons that I'll be around uh, for 2022. And then we have some already lined up for 2023. So it's busy already. It's busy. Excellent. Yeah. And and with a character like Chun-Li and and Street Fighter, uh, you might be uh, stepping into another project that uh, could last you another 30 years with the way uh, of success of that. Really? Yeah. So I, I got to get my uh, my kicks in order for that. <laughs> Wonderful. Again, uh, Jenny, thank you so much for your time. I know you're, you're very busy, but uh, I'm glad you could squeeze me in today. And um, I'm definitely looking forward to the new Street Fighter. And uh, hopefully we can speak again sometime. Thanks, Dustin. Have a good start of the week. All right. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. And again, that was actress Jenny Kwan. And again, if you're interested in finding out more about her, maybe uh, taking some acting lessons or uh, even finding out about the new Street Fighter game, you can go to JennyQuan.com.
This is Melissa Joan Hart from Clarissa Explains It All, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and Melissa and Joey. You're listening to The Five Count.
something to say. I get so excited, my heart is racing away. Now take a good look and tell me what you see. The smile on my face is what you're doing to me. I've waited a long time for someone like you.
Hey, what's up? This is AJ Mashaka from ABC's Goldbergs and Schooled, and you're listening to The Five Count.
How you doing? You know, I'm doing okay. That was our exclusive interview with actress Jenny Kwan from California Dreams. We heard the whole album, California Dreams. Ton thought it was the Nintendo game, California Games. Yeah. Not the same thing. That's what I thought it was. Well, that's all right. Ton and I were discussing making this the permanent bed music for the show. It's really good. I'm toying with the idea. Let us know what you think. This might just be our bed music from now on. Unless I can figure out the music that Jim Gullickson used to use. (laughs) And maybe we'll do that. Wow. But then I'll have to go like this. Yeah, you got to ramp it. Hey, welcome to the show. KMSU. I'm with Ton. (laughs) That's how they do it at Brown. Yeah. Wow. That was really something when he would do that. Hey, I got a question, a mailbag question, a five-count mailbag question. Love this. It's from Billy Floyd Shouts. Oh, what a guy. So I was yelling. With all the workplace drama going on in all elite wrestling lately, what is the spiciest workplace drama you have observed or were involved in that you're willing to share on the air? Signed, William Floyd Shouts. Ton, you have been the cause of and recipient of many a workplace drama. Anything you'd like to share? I'm not going to say any names. (laughs) Most recently, there was a a grown adult man who has a family, including a wife and children. Who went to uh, a QB mate of mine and very awkwardly and strangely started begging on his knees in in this female's cubicle and then proceeded to put his arms up like a dog and then pant like a dog and whimper like a dog while begging for some help on a thing that He was repeatedly told, I'm too busy to help you with that thing. Please ask someone else. And then when he was told, that's really super weird and you should get out of my cubicle now. He then dropped his pants. He didn't quite do that, but he did lay a hand on her and try to say, no, you think it's cute. 
And then the person continued to say, no, I think it's super weird and you should get out of here. That's probably the spiciest thing I can think of. And, now, I, and I shouldn't elaborate or, I mean, I don't think any of them listen to this program, but I'm aware of this story. And I told that person that she should immediately tell our supervisor about that scenario and that it was super weird and made her feel uncomfortable if that's what it did which that's what she was communicating to me but she's one of these types of people that just doesn't do that you know just has some kind of reasoning her way out of well, I don't want to be, I don't want to cause problems. I don't want to be the one that gets him fired or I don't want to, you know, and he's got a family. Like just the too nice syndrome and just takes it and it's like, man. Can I ask you a serious question? It's very sad. It's like enabling that person to act that way. Is the reason you don't want to name names is because you're the name that's been redacted from this story? No, definitely not. I have a hunch. Definitely not. That's a that's a weird one. That's a weird to me. That's a weird one. Is it spicy? A grown a grown man, older than me, with children older than me. I don't know. I mean, I guess that doesn't really matter. There's people of all ages with all kinds of different maturity levels, or whatever they're whatever. But I wouldn't do something like that. I wouldn't ever in my wildest consider doing something like that. That is strange. Pretty strange. But that's about the spiciest I got as of lately. I've been fired a few times. Does that count? Yeah, maybe. I don't know how spicy it was, but I was escorted out of the building. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think the spiciest workplace drama I was involved in was um, not once, but twice. I was involved in a public radio station doing various jobs here and there in airships, and I knew a guy. I won't say any names, but his name is Ton, (laughs) and he was fired not once, but twice. Yeah. In fact, the general manager called me and said, you tell Ton not to bother showing up next week or any week. Wow. Then I had to fire Ton. But wait a minute, that GM's gone now, and here I still am. Yeah, that's true. He died, and Ton snuck back on the air. Who's the real winner here? (laughs) Also, spicy drama, Ton. Yeah. It's been 10 years or more since we snuck up here and did a show on Christmas Day, a James Brown Christmas. Oh, wow. When we weren't supposed to be up here. Wow. I feel like it's been long enough to where we can probably do another James Brown Christmas. That's awesome. I don't know if we have any uh, possibility of being fired this time around, but I was almost sued by Richard Marks. Our GM, that was kind of spicy. Yeah, yeah, that was the thing. Our GM is a little more reasonable, I think, now. It's a nicer person in general. I think you'll end up being fired a third time. Yeah, probably. Sooner than later. It's all right. Ton, I was just about to ask you if you remember if you had been fired or not like uh, 10 years ago. Probably definitely had been already. We're getting near the end of the program, so we might want to make sure that we get to the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. Yes. Ton, September 15th, 2012. 
You were here. Also, Mike McKenna was here. Weird. Alpha Media's own. He does the morning show on that 95.7 rock station. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? He was with us uh, on this show 10 years ago. That's weird. I'm not sure why McKenna was with us, but... Yeah, why was it? What was happening? He's now? probably thinking like, man, I'm sick of all these corporate jobs and DJing weddings. I wish I could hang out where the real action is on public radio. How did that happen? How was he... Was he just around? I don't know. Maybe he came with us. Maybe we ran into him at Cold Stone or something. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, Tom, this is a big show because we had a special guest on. We had a singer, songwriter, internet sensation, Jan Terry. Yes. Remember that show? Yeah. That was awesome. Jan Terry. Google her if you don't know uh, Jan Terry. Get Down Goblin. Yeah. One of my all-time favorite Halloween songs. Yeah, man. Uh, I Don't Want to Lose You Tonight. Yes. That was a big hit. Great video. I don't want to lose you tonight. It's awesome. Ton's always singing that in the shower. I am. Uh, It says here we also gave away tickets to see Deerhoof. Wow. Yeah. That was 10 years ago, Ton. I do remember that because you and I were going to go see them, and then you said, I hurt my back. I can't go. Yeah. And I was like, about to hurt your face. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> didn't say that out loud of course because yeah. even in his crippled state ton could have handled me easily <laughs> well we made up for it over the years haven't we uh well we did have jan terry on the show yes yes we did that was a good show yeah man i would say go to the five com and listen to it but you can't because that website is still under construction Well, sooner than later. Soon, sometime, you'll be able to listen to it. Yeah, at some point. At some point. Maybe by uh, year's end, it'll be back up and running. All right. I'm doing what I can. I mean, it's running. It's just not all the shows are on there. You can, if you just start listening to this show and go backwards, then it'll all be fixed by the time you get to it. I think you can go back like a couple hundred shows. Yeah, that's plenty. But this is like... Show number 950 or something. Okay. It's a lot of nonsense. It's a lot of nonsense. Sadly, there seems to still be nonsense uh, now, too. Like, presently. Currently, Ten years yes. later, right now. Current nonsense. Today. It's still, happening all the time. It's still a thing. <laughs> yes. Just can't get rid of it. Cannot at all. I tried to go on a fall break, but it's like, damn nonsense followed me. <laughs> you know, it makes me yeah. What that's some good memories. Lots of spicy drama. Spicy drama. Dude, the big drama show's happening this weekend, I think. What's that mean? The big drama show. Thunder of drums? No. Canelo versus Triple G. Oh. Big drama show. Okay. Canelo Triple G Part 3. Ton, I thought you were a Triple G. I mean, I guess, but... Triple G unit! <laughs> That's what Ton is. Gennady Glovkin and Canelo. 
those sound made up. It's kind of like that story about your topless lady friends tanning when you were nine years old. It's some of the biggest names in boxing in the last 10 years, Dust. Both those guys. Yeah, if you say so. What what are you even saying? I'm saying the show is almost over. We got time for another song before we got to go. All right. If you want to hear it. Yeah, I do. If you'll stop lying for a second, maybe we can get to it. Not lying. Man. I want to hear it. Thank you. 
Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the five count on KMSU, the Maverick. I'm going to, I just need to check this out. Maybe it's on Alexa or Spotify. You think so? People listen to us on those? I don't know if people listen just in general, but if they were to give it a try, that's how I would listen to it. Ton, the show's coming to an end, but it's been great. Jenny Kwans was on with us. Ton was on until he started looking at his phone again. Well, I just got all excited about that boxing, and I even can't what, stop what looking that? into it. Hold it up to the mic so the listeners can see it. Here you go, guys. <laughs> I was trying to see what weight they're actually fighting at. Anyway, I know you only watch heavyweights, and that's the... I don't watch nothing. You watch nothing at all. You watch AEW for your buddy Floyd Chouts? No, I hate it. You hate it? It's boring. Awful. Wow. See, how come he doesn't hate on you for saying stuff like that? Because I'm handsome. Oh, man. Yeah. Must be rough. It's a curse, if that's what you mean. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. But I've never known any other way. Good for you. (laughs) Good for you. Hey, uh, gentle listeners, if you enjoy this program, or at least tolerate it, if you're hearing this now and you've been hearing it since we started, I mean, that's saying something. That is. You could join us on Patreon. We have a Patreon. A lot of fun stuff there. For only $1, you get early access to all the shows and the Five Count Co-op episodes. You also get access to the Five Count at the Movies, which is only available through Patreon. And you get all the old shows. The first 150 episodes is available. Holy number two. Can you believe it? If you're like a diehard fan, that's that's the ticket for you. Or a masochist. <laughs> that could be a ticket for you yeah, as well. Could be. Show's over now, but Yeah, it is. Good good chance that you didn't hear those first three years of episodes when they happened. It's never too late. You never know what gems you could unearth. A lot of gems to unearth at Lori Dawn Ceramics. Yeah, there is. So many. So many Christmas ornaments that you could buy for the holiday season. It's coming up. Man. Go you check it out. Could go to JennyQuan.com, find out everything that she's up to. Could go to TheFiveCount.com and listen to this show again if you want. Yeah. Bunch of other stuff. Might have some exclusive interviews up there this week. Go to the Five Count on YouTube. Yeah, do that. A lot of fun stuff happened in there. We play video games and yell at each other. We've got a lot of interviews up there. Yeah, lots of interviews. Ton had a YouTube show once. But then he abandoned it. Like so many things in his life. Yeah. Just happens. Like so many illegitimate children in his life what's really funny is i still get subscribers and kids showing up at my door that's probably how they find you through the youtube show (laughs) you gotta take that thing down daddy that one-wheeled tongue guy looks just like me do you think it's possible (laughs) oh 
That's really sad. That would make me sad if that yeah. happened. Well, all right. I guess we're done. Uh, if you can't get enough of this show, why don't you order something from the Schwann's man? Maybe Tom will come to your house. Mm. You could continue this show there. Mm-mm. I think we're done. We'll see you on the next one. You're making some weird Campbell soup noises. We'll see you at the like front it. door. Now, boys and girls, turn the record over.